In this episode today, we are talking about making friends as an adult and recapping the friend experiment that I ran approximately one year ago. And that was where I shared on social media and in various platforms, I started telling people I wanted to make some new friends. And I have with us today, one of my friend experiment success stories. We went from total strangers. She saw my Instagram post, responded to it, and we are now very good friends. So in our conversation today, we're going to unpack what that looked like, some of the challenges that we face in making friends and why it can be really difficult. We talk about some of the tips and some of the reasons why we've been able to create such an incredible friendship together in a short period of time. There are three V's that we refer to during this episode. I just want to recap them with you here. The first one being vulnerability, the second one being values, the third one being validation. And we added a fourth just for a little bit of shits and giggles. And that is voice notes. We voice note each other all the time. And I think that, you know, you don't really get to edit yourself so much in a voice note, whereas you do if it's in an email or a text communication. So it is so much more real and authentic in voice notes. So we wanted to add that one for you as well. So listen in to this conversation with my friend Charlie and I while we talk about making friends as adults and our friend experiment success. You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is a place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think Quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Okay, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So I wanted to start out today by telling you a little bit about how this episode came about. So recently I was looking at some of the stats for the Brave AF podcast, and it became very apparent that the episodes around how to make friends as an adult and the friend experiment that I ran a year ago were very popular. And this was something that was definitely well talked about at the time and everyone that I connected with that making friends as an adult can be very hard and very challenging for a lot of us. But it was, wasn't until I saw those episodes and the amount of downloads that I was like, whoa, okay, let's do a follow-up. So here we are with Charlie, who is one of my incredibly good friends now and is a success of that very friend experiment that we did a year ago. So just to quickly recap that for anyone who is new to the podcast and hasn't listened to those episodes, I ran an experiment, which I called the friend experiment, trying to make some new friends as an adult. And I found it a little awkward at times. It was much like dating. (laughs) There was fear of rejection and all the things. But what I did, it was kind of like a social experiment. I shared it on my Facebook. I shared it on my Instagram. 
um, I told people and I literally messaged people. I cold DM'd them, people I knew of that I wanted to connect with and make friends with. I reached out to them. So it was a friend experiment. And today we are joined by Charlie, who actually responded to one of my Instagram posts. And we met up for coffee and we have just celebrated a year of friend experiment success together. So I want to introduce you all to Charlie. Please welcome her. And Charlie, why don't you dive in and tell us a little bit about you? Hey, I'm Charlie. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this because it's been one of the highlights of my year. Um, And it's really cool to hear you say that it was um, posted on Instagram and Facebook and talked about and you cold DM'd people because obviously pre-reaching out or pre-that post, I hadn't seen or heard of anything else. Mm. Um, Yeah, to do with you. So it was Instagram that I met you there and I thought, yeah, well, I sort of stalked you there and and reached out so that's really cool so here we are a year later and I love that we celebrated that um, last week as well with some bubbles and some time together I love that we're close by and in person Um, yeah so thank you so I'm Charlie (laughs) I never know how to introduce myself like but just chill I'm um, I think the most exciting thing about me is that I'm a single mom to real two really really epic humans they are one as a tween, one as a teen. So we have lots of, lots of fun. <laughs> they're pretty, uh, they, yeah, there's a lot you can say about that. It's beautiful, that puberty age right in the middle of just all the life things going on. So we, we've done a lot of growing up together and a lot of lifing together um, and a lot of celebrating together. The beautiful part about that is they celebrate me and who I am and what I do as well. Mm. Um, so currently, and in the last year that I've known you, I obviously I'm a coach as well, which is really cool that we've connected over that. I'm an emotional strength and trauma coach. Mm-hmm. And I often say to people um, where they say, oh, how did you do that? How did you get into that? I'm like, you don't get to be a trauma coach without having your own journey of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love that about my story because it's a story of um female power, rising up, overcoming, incredible bravery, courage, doing life, taking risks. And I guess that's what got me right here today. And I love that through all of the different adventures that's led me on. Um, And I do include our ever evolving friendship in that. Mm. So it's a bit of an intro about me. (laughs) (laughs) thank you well it won't be a surprise to some of the listeners because I have mentioned on many an episode that you're going to come on but this isn't the episode that I first planned to kind of have you on I want to have an episode where we talk about trauma specifically and the work that you do in the world but first we're going to talk about the friend experiment so tell us a little bit about what it was like for you to respond to that Instagram post what went through your brain you know, just talk about that process and any discomfort or anything that you experienced. I'm curious to hear. (laughs) Yeah. So sorry to disappoint you, but there was actually no discomfort (laughs) at that point. So I'm, I'm naturally a bit of an extrovert. I'm very um, relationship based and relationship oriented. And I'm 37 years old and have 37 years of experience of just clicking with people people is what I love people is my passion so the actual actioning of 
scroll through. I don't know how I sort of saw you or landed on it and thought, oh, that's cool. What a cool idea. And sort of just sat with it and then I was like, huh, I'm going to message you. I think, I can't fully remember, <laughs> but I think because like somehow when I saw the post, I must have then obviously clicked into Instagram and stalked you a little bit, you know, just scrolled yeah. through and got a vibe. And I remember being so freaking excited that you were like Papa Moa, which is like 10 minutes from me. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God, this could actually work. Like this won't fail because we, we live close. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just went in with like, oh, cool, let's do it. Yeah. But the things that attracted me to bothering in the first place were um I was really attracted to like your your vibe that you put out there right so like when I was on the post and then scrolling through it was the color for me it was Mm -hmm. probably like the bright pink jacket or something something like that because that's kind of what you show up as and I'm like yeah that's cool because that's a bit of me it was the beach because you were you know you had different poses at the beach posts sorry and I'm like, yeah, I like this vibe. I like this girl. I think I was attracted to like, there must have been a similar sort of spirit in that because I'm like, yeah, bright, mm-hmm. bold, beachy, brave is a big one because who the fuck puts themselves out there these days? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And as you know, I don't do the online dating stuff because I'm like, whoa, no, 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 not, not doing that that way. And, but I loved that how you mentioned before it was kind of like dating like I was like oh yeah like I just loved everything that you put out there and I just figured hey there's nothing to lose we live close we vibe the same this chick's awesome she's gorgeous let's do a coffee and see where it goes mm. <laughs> what do you know here a year a year later <laughs> we are now we know like everything about each other almost it's cool <laughs> but I love that <laughs> yeah but what's so interesting, I was thinking about this as you were talking, is like I I was surprised by the amount of people who reached out to me. And I did go for coffee with a lot of people that I did have some virtual coffees as well as like a lot of like real in-person coffees and a couple of meals and stuff. But most of those only turned out to be a once, maybe a, there was a couple that were a twice. But like I'm curious to hear your thoughts on like, why what why do you think we kept pursuing it like what do you think was different I know foundationally had we met via a what did you call it an online coffee date kind of thing that would not have worked for me that's just my personality I am an mm-hmm. in-person all or nothing let's do this kind of person yeah. so for that initial catch-up I'm so stoked that we made it work in person because everything mm-hmm. thereafter I feel like that set the benchmark because it was it was close, it was easy. Once we met, I think we I'm making an assumption here, but <laughs> but you know, I think that we both kind of felt that ease of the connection. Yeah. We had heaps to talk about. Um and then, you know, because then we booked from the first one, we booked a second catch up and that was at the beach. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly how I roll. I think that from there from there to here the journey has included so much um from my end and from my perspective of you is like for both of us it's included so much intentionality yeah and that's a huge part for me in any relationship in life I need to I show up really intentionally in my spaces but then I respond really well to others who do too (laughs) Mm. um 
I think that we both put in an equal amount of energy, like reciprocity. That's a huge one. Like if it was just me reaching out for the first sort of three or four times, then I would have quit because I thought, well, what's what's the point in that? Like it's got to go both ways. Um, And I assume similar for you, if you're doing all the work, well, you don't want to, no one wants to feel like they're chasing people down, right? Mm. Um, So I feel like that equal investment, um, the reciprocity between the both of us. And then on a really, really personal note. So, I mean, for your listeners, like just for context, basically for the majority of this year, you and I have caught up weekly. Mm -hmm. We catch up for a weekly lunch date, which you know, at first was kind of getting to know each other and it was kind of almost like a business level coach to coach check-in and and kind of an accountability thing that way. But then it just became this craving and this like soul connection (laughs) where I was like, well, I need my Xena. I need my Xena time. (laughs) Remember when you went to Sedona and I'm like, you were gone? Like we missed out for like three weeks in a row and I was like, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) And then between our weekly things, we also you know, we just message and we connect and we voice note all the time. So you've just been a real constant in my life through this whole journey of um, setting up business, getting into business and through what has been quite a scary time post COVID. The beautiful thing that all of that has meant to me is that I have felt seen by you. Like I have felt like, well, Xena gets Charlie. Xena loves Charlie. Xena wants to see Charlie too. Xena wants to voice note her and share Xena's wins as well. Yeah. And so it's just been this beautiful, oh, I felt really important to you. (laughs) I feel like you are interested in who I am as a person. You're interested in what I do. Um, and you remember details about my life and ask, you know, you've mm. wished my kids happy birthday or you've been invested in, in showing curiosity to things that they've been through. And obviously I'm assuming all of this goes back to you too. Like <laughs> this is how I really hope you see me too and how I hope that I've um, been intentional. But I, it's I those you're... details. I was going to say, I think you're pretty safe because you're on the podcast. So you can assume true that. that. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Yeah, but it really is the small details about the reciprocity, the feeling seen, the the intentional energy. When you've had a shit week, I want to be there for you. When I've had a shit week, I love that I can turn to you and share that. Mm. I can share my successes with you. I've had a lot of success this year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes friends are like, you know, they get weird about it or jealous about it or snarky about it. Whereas you're just like 100% cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you do epic shit too. And I'm like, you go, girl. This is freaking epic, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what I treasure about the journey of this year and why I think we work. Yeah, totally. And I love that. And I think we have created an an incredible connection, like one of my closest friends kind of connection. Yeah, And it's taken us a year to develop and create that. But there are two things that really stand out in my mind as you're saying all of this is I think – and they both start with V, which is hilarious, vulnerability and values. So I think we have very similar values, which I think really helps us with our connection, but also vulnerability. Like I think our friendship started and has grown so much based off of vulnerability. Like 
my willingness to put that post out there, which kind of felt like I was like exposing myself naked on the internet. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, you're like, Oh, that's cool. Like that's brave. That's vulnerable. Yeah. You resonated with that. Right. So that started to form our connection, but I still remember a lot of conversations that we've had where we're voice noting and I'm, I'm following up with a voice note, like, Oh my God, shit. Should I have said that? I feel really bad. Yeah, 100%. Like, it was yeah. like the real raw, like we got very vulnerable like, and just like, like even business things like, holy shit, I got no idea what I'm doing right now. Do you know how to do this? Like, don't tell anyone, yeah. but like, you know, like it was that kind of a, a thing yeah. that just that real honesty with each other, I think really helped us to create such a good connection. And what I think is quite a short period of time for the type of friendship we've created. What are your thoughts? I would agree because I mean, I've felt this way about you and about our friendship for, you know, a lot of months now. So definitely um, I agree with you on the vulnerability front because I think like to show up with vulnerability is really beautiful. And then to also like for me personally, I was at a really vulnerable stage of my life as well. Mm. So it would have been easy, perhaps even easier to, to just not bother to just keep on scrolling that day and just go about my business and freak out quietly on my own. But having stepping into that arena of vulnerability, oh, it's beautiful way eh? because you just never know what's going to happen. And, and you kind of just step into it with full arms wide open, give it a go. And I just love what's rolled out between us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, so much of that is the, the values as well, like the the fact that we have similar values and so much in common, it's always been easy to find so much to talk about. Like the trouble is like yeah. when we catch up for our weekly catch up, we don't have enough yeah. time for no. all the things we want to talk about. <laughs> and so it's, yeah, it's a combination of like our values align, but also we've got so much in common that like we can continue yeah. talking that we have to like leave our catch up and be voice noting one another. Yeah. Like, oh, what about this? Oh, I forgot to say this. And have you thought of this? Like, like literally voice noting each other on the drive home from the freaking cafe that we've just left. <laughs> That's what I love about it is I'll be like halfway yeah. home. And like I say, home is only 10 minutes away. <laughs> and like yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. And like sending a voice note. I just, yeah. I love those moments. And I love that those moments feel free and safe to show up in. Mm. Yeah. I, the mm. other side I'd like to add to that is, oh, and I haven't thought this through. So this is going to be ad lib straight up. But um feeling like I can share my big things right and know that you'll get back to me when you can so like if you go half a day and you can't get back to me because you've got you know clients or we've got lives yeah. like knowing that there's still um safety and security within that you know like I know a lot of people struggle with the rejection when they're not spoken to sort of straight away or answered straight away and I love that yeah, it still feels the same, just that space of kind of like, because we're sharing stuff that's real or that's deep or that's, um, you know, that's happened or that we're curious about. And then you can kind of just leave it for a while and know that it's safe and it'll be responded to appropriately at some stage, you know, on those other times. I really appreciate that too. Mm. Not just and left on scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's. I think it comes back to like, no matter what you say, it's always going to be acknowledged. Mm. And I think that's something that I've learned from you in our friendship is like, I don't have to necessarily 
have the right thing to say or try and fix something. It's just to witness and acknowledge what's going on and just say, man, that's fucking tough. Or like, I'm here for you. Yeah. Or I'm going to throw in another V word, like validation. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so funny. We're I've on got a like... V roll today. <laughs> you <laughs> know, I've got actually thoughts, has though. this has this thing she's 12 and like I said puberty age and all her beautiful girlfriends and like they call it v power (laughs) (laughs) so so there's a bit of v power for us today we got the v power going on vulnerability values and now validation I love it yeah but validation is a funny one for me because prior to my friendship with you I was like "Mm, I'm not sure that I necessarily want to validate everyone's experience because I thought validation meant agreement. And that is one thing I have learned is it doesn't necessarily mean agreement. Sometimes it does, but it it can also mean like, yeah, that's really tough. And I see you in that. Yeah. It's not that I have to agree with whatever's going down necessarily, whatever the thing is, right? Like, yeah, it's just, I think like witnessing someone where they're at and and helping them feel seen and heard and yeah. It's not yeah. fixing. It's not yeah. anything else. It's like, yep, I yeah. see you. I hear you. I get you, you know, yeah. and follow it up with a love heart emoji or a unicorn emoji. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what I've appreciated about the way that we interact through that style. Yeah. I also think another part of the reason why our friendship's so cool is that we like, we don't necessarily always agree with each other. Like we're willing to challenge one another. Yeah. And we're like, I also learn from you. I don't know if you learn from me, but like, I definitely learn from you. And I think that that's really cool. Like you also like challenge me to think differently sometimes. So yeah. like, that's really cool in a friendship. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to have that. And then to not, yeah, to have the skills to not take it personally when you're challenged. I remember, yeah. do you remember this? I can't remember the exact words we said, but it must've been about six months ago, maybe even more. Oh, I can't remember how I worded it or, or who started it. But I remember saying to you, look, hey, if I any ever say anything to you that is um, challenging or too confronting or hurtful, please, like, let me know. Like, my intention yeah. is never, ever to call you out in an inappropriate way or to to hurt you or to break you down. It's yeah. This is my heart behind how I show up, and we're getting yeah. to know each other, so it's good that you know how I do this. Um yeah and we kind of made that agreement with each other do you remember that mm-hmm. yeah I do I do remember that like we both kind of like said a few things back and forth and then I think you came out and kind of said it like that and I was like ditto what you said <laughs> yeah that. yeah yeah yeah, ditto. yeah I love that yeah because that is the heart and when we were complete strangers because we literally were strangers in the same yeah. town for how many years yeah so you don't know each other but to jump into that space of trust and vulnerability yeah yeah and to know that okay this is that person's heart they're not trying to hurt me or challenge me let's talk about it and to speak to that I think that the trouble with so many friendships is that we make assumptions we make assumptions about Mm. somebody's words or lack of words or lack of acknowledgement or the way they said something or like we make so many assumptions yeah which can lead to pain and I guess friendships failing and on on that note like that's something I want to talk about is like what has been your experience of making friends prior to us like tell us about that yeah well I got a lot (laughs) (laughs) I've kind of thought about it and broken it down into two two parts I'm 37 okay so if I go 20s and then 30s like there's a lot of maturing that grows up and happens eh? (laughs) 
<laughs> as you come into your 30s. And I mean, I went through a lot of life trauma and change in that time as well. So that makes mm. you see the world through a different lens. So I got um, I got into sort of life and grown-up life and adulthood way too young. I got married extremely young, had my children. Um, so I was adulting from a really young age. And I think that led me kind of led me into the realms of like survival mode without knowing that I was in survival mode. And that did reflect in friendships for me. Um, also, as like I mentioned, I'm an extrovert. So I kind of have this innate sense of um, charging my energy off people. Mm. So I think when you combine those two things, it was a constant need for me to make sure I had friends. Mm. It was a constant need that I couldn't even articulate that I was like, Right, people have to know about who I am. People have to want to hang out with me. I remember when I had my first child and I was literally the mum who was out every single day at play dates, coffee dates. I, you know, I, I didn't, I couldn't regulate and I didn't know better. I also didn't have anyone kind of teach me better. So <laughs> that probably shows the depths of the friendships that I did have. Mm. But it was just constant go, go, go. So for me, making friends in my 20s was quite almost disillusioned. Um, I think there was a lot of immaturity on my part. Beautiful people and beautiful friendships have come out of that. I've got amazing you know, memories and that sort of thing. But for me personally, the experience was coming from a need to make sure that I was connected and that I wasn't kind of left alone. <laughs> Mm. probably had a very well no probably about it I had very deep abandonment wounds and I, <laughs> I needed yeah. to make sure that I was seen and my need for validation was um desperately needing to be met by people on the outside yeah. so yeah so I, that was my experience in my 20s um to the point where I would self-abandon as well to the point where I would people please to the point where I would want so much for people to like me that I was you know overgiving give give yeah. way too much of myself away couldn't yeah. rest and when you're in your 20s you've kind of got the um for some reason we've still got the energy to go 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 like energizer bunnies mm -hmm. and then 30 hits and nope <laughs> everything breaks and you need lots of naps so <laughs> yeah so as I came into my 30s I did see things start to change I did start to think start to reflect on hang on why am I the only one um giving 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 initiating 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 you know and I started to just it was the first time I started to grapple with these questions I guess um and then in my early 30s I went through um quite a painful divorce and that sort of thing as well um became a single parent so like life dynamics really changed I became a sole provider I had to show up um in my own healing and my own personal battles and then also show up to keep a roof over my children's heads and lots of dramas around that so I didn't have that same capacity to be like give 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 reach out reach out reach out and I kind of had to stop I was forced to a stop really I did go into um like serious burnout as well so I was literally yeah. bedridden for some time and it's amazing what happens in that space. <laughs> it's amazing when you start to see who is really showing up here. Mm -hmm. Now that I can't be the one to show up, who are the people showing up for me? Who are the people reaching out and giving a shit? 
who are the people wanting to just say, I see you, this is so hard. Hey, here's a meal. You know, the basics, the very, very basics when you can't move and you've got two kids to keep going. <laughs> so it was through that period that I started to see see those things, but reflect for myself, what do I really want here? Mm-hmm. And realize for myself, I'm actually okay. I don't need all the things that I think I've needed who am I really? And I got into this phase of thinking, okay, who am I? <laughs> and I didn't know who I was. And I have had to really um, go on that hikoi, that journey to, to discover that. And as I've discovered myself, I've discovered the types of people that I want to have in this space with me. And yeah, I learned that I'm so valuable. I'm so amazing what an amazing mother I am I have a lot to contribute as you know I do a lot of community-based work you know some people out there they do know my name they do know how I show up on a community level and I thought I've got a lot a lot to give who do I want to have in this walker in this arena with me you know the more I started to realize who I am and value myself the more that I started to see that reflect in the types of relationships I had. Um, And I kind of surrendered to that process. I've never been nasty or anything, but I just started to really focus on me. And yeah, some friendships really, they did drop away. Mm. And that's okay. I wish those people well and love. It's not about, I'm not, yeah, I really don't have anything about it because I love my life. I love where I'm at. And I'm grateful for the memories and the opportunities. So I think the biggest lesson I learned out of that was because I rediscovered my worth because of the trauma that I was also fighting through, I realized, man, who this beautiful divine creation of Charlie is, is worthy. So who are the people that get to enjoy that space with me? Mm. Yeah. So it attracted some powerful humans, just Mm. like, and like yourself, you know, you're totally in that vibe. I think because we also had two years of COVID, two years stuck at home, it reinforced the, yep, you're, you're kind of home, you're on your own. And I realized I'm so okay in that space. I'm so safe in that space. I enjoy the space that I have created for me. I enjoy the time that I'm taking to invest in what I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm really creative and I fell in love with pot plants and just just the little things that COVID gives you the space for. But they started to release this joy in me. And I thought I love this feeling of joy, peace, safety. And I only want people who want that for me and want that with me in this space. Yes. Oh, I love this. And I relate to so much of what you're saying, especially like when you're talking about going on that journey of self-discovery and really understanding who you are. Because I remember in my Mm. 20s, I had no fucking clue who I was. We don't. I didn't know what colors I liked. I didn't know what clothes I liked. I just wanted to be cool and fit in and I wanted everyone to like me. And so I just went along with what everyone else liked or what I thought I should like or was supposed to do and all the things without really like going in and asking myself those questions and really like learning about me so 100%. Oh, I totally relate to and that. I and I think that's most people I mean yeah totally do you like if people are really honest about it I reckon it's got to be common I think I think in our 30s this is like 
this is my theory anyway. Like I think in our thirties, we often start to experience some self-discovery. Some people don't get that until their forties, but I know women who are mid forties and I have not yet kind of experienced that are very much trying to fit in and be liked. And that's totally okay. That's part of their journey. But I think like we interrupted that by like discovering ourselves yeah, and then only wanting to surround ourselves with people who, you know, appreciate who we are and enjoy who we are and see our worth and all of that and appreciate that in themselves. Yes. I was just thinking that. Because I like, as you were just talking right now, it made me think back to, to the first question about what attracted me to you. And, you know, and I was saying it was the bravery, the vulnerability and and Mm. the values and and those things. And I guess I was in that space because I had loved those in myself first. Yeah. And that's what we need as humans eh, is to fall radically in love with who we are, adore the creation that we are, not in some surface level fickle way. I'm genuinely meaning love the shit out of yourself. You are so unique. You are so this is your time. You've never existed before. You're not going to exist again. This is who you are. This is where you are. This is when you are. Love it. Mm. And work hard to love it because I'm not saying this is freaking easy. Mm-hmm. And then when you love those certain things about you, you know, you know what you want to settle for in somebody else. Yeah. And then you can love and appreciate them in someone else too. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. And then you call them out in each other. <laughs> That's been a beautiful evolution between, you know, the example <laughs> of you and me is that you we love those gifts in each other. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to agree on everything or believe everything the same. But the things that make us each human, we get to call those out in each other and celebrate them in each other. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious, do you think that making adult friendships is easy or hard? Or like, what are your thoughts? Um, it's not the easy choice. I would call it the brave choice. Mm. Um, hard is a quite a limiting word. Worthy of the effort and the investment, though, when when it's the right person. Mm. Um, that is what I believe. I think that it's definitely worth worth it. Once you have all that aforementioned stuff down pat, though, I don't think you just want to go out there and go crazy and, you know, create create all these surface level relationships. I think that when you realize, yeah, no, this is what I value. This is what I want. And I'm going to put the investment in there. I'm going to put the intentionality in there. I'm going to hold space for (laughs) the hard days, the easy days, the courageous conversations along the way, the challenges the calling things out in each other when things are going hard in each other's lives, um, the showing up and supporting each other there, you know? Mm. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't call it easy. Definitely yeah. would call it worth it when it's the right one. Hands down. I would agree with that. I don't think it necessarily has to be hard, but I think a lot of people resonate with that language and, and see it as being hard to make adult friendships. And I think Mm. to speak to that, like it's also hard only having surface level friendships where you can't go deep with someone or you can't be honest or vulnerable or real. Like that's hard too. And it's hard not having the kind of friendships and relationships that you want to have in your life. So, you know, if that's hard and it's also going to be hard to make some friends, 
which hard do you want to choose? Which one moves you in the direction you want to go? Which yeah, one's going to totally. give you the result and the outcome that you most want? Pick your hard. Yeah, pick yeah. your hard. Like that's the one yeah. worth pursuing. Because it's hard to live putting walls up, putting, mm. you know, it's hard to live as a recluse and on your own. And it's hard to not heal and to not trust people ever again. Mm. So, but, and but, then it's hard to reach out. So yeah, pick yeah. your hard. But to speak to that, like this is what so many women say to me when it comes to dating and creating romantic relationships is like they've got a wall up and a guard up because they're so afraid of letting someone in and getting rejected. But the same is true for friendships and trusting other people. Like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's true because like as I've been sitting here saying some of the things I'm hearing in my own head, like, holy moly, woman, this is like what I feel about dating as well. <laughs> like, it's been like the self narrative as well. Cause as you know, yeah. I'm, I'm completely single. There's zero prospects out there. Um, and I've considered what that means for me and what I want to do about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's 100% the dating speak as well. Yeah. I have to love me. I have to trust me. I have to want to be with me. I have to adore the things that I value and that I'm interested in and then I can love that in another person as well have that capacity to adore all that in another person as well yeah and know what I want them to enjoy with me two separate people I'm not saying you have to like love everything the same but kind of having that self love that self sense of knowing and that security of being by yourself and loving who you are yeah absolutely yeah and like when it comes to say having that guard up or that wall up I think that you know had either of us had that up and initially sometimes you are a little guarded you're not just going to spill everything right but you, you know over time you may let that guard down but had we have had that up and kept that up we wouldn't have developed the friendship that we have the same is true in romantic setting like yeah you can't create a genuine, really good connection with where you can be vulnerable and open and share all the things with someone if you're going to keep the wall up. Now, yeah. um, that doesn't mean it's easy to let down, but I just yeah. want to like speak to that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah, but I think it's so much easier to do that when you own your worth and know that regardless of whether or not that person, you know, wants to spend time with you or wants to be with you or whatever the situation is you're still an amazing human who knows who you are regardless yes that's absolutely it that's exactly it because who you are doesn't change just on based on somebody else's yeah well I was going to say somebody else's thoughts or opinion but oftentimes it's not even their thoughts or opinion it's what you perceive or assume your thoughts and opinion are so it's irrelevant but that's not how we take it that's not how we live Exactly. And that's okay because that's all a part of the learning and healing yeah. and growing too, you know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So do you have any advice or tips for our listeners when it comes to, you know, making some friends as adults? What are your thoughts? Yes. I, the first one, I would back up what we just said. Know, know your worth. Mm. And if you don't know your worth, that's okay. You can find that. And I encourage everybody to go on that journey of really, discovering and believing and loving their worth you are worthy of having good friendships you are worthy of having safe healthy friendships you are worthy of having friends who want to celebrate you and who want to challenge you 
you know, and I'm not saying, hey, you should have heaps of friendships. In fact, I kind of pride myself in the fact that I've got slightly less now than I used to have, but it gives me this beautiful capacity to really nurture the depth of the ones that I do have. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So that would be the first thing. The second thing would be show up as yourself. Again, that could be post a discovery journey because if you don't know who you are, that's not easy. So take that time to befriend yourself, mm -hmm. to date yourself since we segued into that, you know, to really just like you and I sit down and spend that time together discovering each other, how beautiful when people can sit down and discover that about themselves. Yes. Um, so I do think showing up as you so authentically is a beautiful gift to yourself and to the friendship so and I do believe that you and I did that I mean you seem pretty genuine and authentic to me and it's been a year of super consistency <laughs> yeah. so I'm taking that as law and I know that I came from such a place where I was so depleted and exhausted um, when this began that you really did get the real me because I did not have the energy for any masks <laughs> So that's, yeah, know your worth, be authentic. I do think that for people who are struggling, who, who feel like they don't have any friends at the moment, and this is really true, really common speak. So I know I'm not speaking out of turn here. You know, I work with a lot of women like you do, um, mm -hmm. and also I'm a part of a lot of women's groups and forums, and you do hear it almost daily, women who just have no one to reach out to. Yeah. And I, yeah, sorry, I've narrowed it down to women. Um, that's because that's who I work with. But this is for <laughs> all genders. It's not just a woman ex exclusive thing. Um, so to hold out for your tribe um, instead of settling for people who aren't necessarily <laughs> your reels, you know, um, it and can be a... Oh, what? sorry. I just wanted to say, like, trust your instinct there. Like, listen yeah. to your intuition. If you think yeah. that something is off, because I think so much yeah. of this comes down to trust, like trusting others, but trusting ourselves. Yeah. Like, if yeah. your intuition or something in you says, you, your gut or whatever, like, no, nah, I don't know that that person's really telling the truth or being exactly. completely honest with you. Like, listen to, to that. Yeah. And like you said, like, hold out for your tribe. Yeah, I do think, because they will come when you yeah. know what you're worth. When you show up in, in life authentically, so that means, you know, showing up as yourself in work, mm -hmm. uh, in your family, um, in the community, in your sports clubs, in your church, wherever you belong or participate, when you really start to bring yourself to the front, that's when you can really genuinely attract the right people for yes. you, right? If you're showing yeah. up with, with a mask or with pretenses or with um, acting how you think people want you to act yeah. in order to fit in, well then that's not your place of belonging. I'm sorry. And you deserve yeah. better. <laughs> You're actually yeah. worthy of having spaces where you can be authentically you. And when you are you, oh, the tribe that you attract along the way. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's beautiful. I feel, I feel so grateful. I feel so seen. I feel so fulfilled having the friendships that I do, massively including you, Zena. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Thank you. Yeah. And I feel the same. Yeah. Oh, and my new favorite thing, which I sh shared with you the other day is saying, thank you. I received that. It's the best way to like accept a compliment. So let's yeah. share that with our listeners as well. It sometimes beautiful. it can be so hard to ac accept and receive a compliment. Like we deflect, yeah. we give it to someone else. We, we try and say something nice to them. Thank you. I received yeah. that. Yeah. 
I want to add that thing. Um, I mentioned it to you recently. I'm not going to get the words 100% accurate. But in terms of holding out for your tribe and people might think, you know, how do I know who my tribe is? How do I know if they're authentic, if they're real, if they're there for me? The thing that made me realize you were a true friend to me mm. is when I read this quote, I think it was something along the lines of, um, how did it go? Be friends with people who would mention your name in a room full of people. Yeah. I don't think I just got that word for word. I'm sorry that the words are not accurate, but you get the gist. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I know that there has been no um like backstabby talk there's been no bitter talk mm -hmm. there's been no competition mm -hmm. there's been no snark between us I know that you mention my name mm -hmm. and proudly no less in rooms of mm -hmm. other people like you even said you've told you know you've mentioned my name on your podcast before that's yeah. a classic example and yeah. I I do the same when I have people in my world that I love I'm like check this person out you know you share their shit you comment on their shit you you tell people about them you get them on board you include them and introduce them to other friends other people um and I think that's how you start to know who are my people yeah. The ones that are willing to speak about you with honor and kindness to other people. Yes. And to stand up for you if that's not happening oh, in a room. Yes. Like if someone yes. else is like t trying to take you down behind your back and they're oh, there, yeah. they will be the ones to be like, hold on a minute. Yeah. yeah. And those are not your people. And, and uh -uh. sadly, I've experienced that. God, that's bitter. And there are people that will talk about you in, in circles. Mm. Yuck is all I can say to those people and they are not your people and you know what you're a lot healthier and safer without those people yeah hands yep. down yeah yep. oh this yeah. has been such a good conversation the kind that I need yeah. to like listen to again so I can take notes <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love because I love that this has been so real for both of us I mean thank mm. you for being so vulnerable and putting that free experiment post out there I genuinely think it's Oh, oh, clearly, I think it's freaking phenomenal because look at this. My life is better off because of it. Yeah. My children's lives are better off because of it. Like this, you are one of my life people all because you kind of showed up in that space. And mm. thank you for that. You are so welcome. And I just want to say to our listeners as well, like that is how easy it can be to make friends as you literally put a post on social media saying, Hey, I want to make friends. <laughs> I'm running a friend experiment and I want to go out for coffee dates and connect with people and make some new friends, some in real life, in-person friends. Like it gets to be that simple and like so worth it for these kinds of connections, for this kind of a relationship. Like yeah. so worth it. Like my life is so much better and my business is so much better with you in it. Because I get to like run everything through you. Yes. <laughs> hey, oh my it God, help helped. me with this. You know, in like this it's lonely, lonely world of solo entrepreneurship. Yeah. And yeah, it can <laughs> not knowing what the hell you're doing. God, I have appreciated you in that space yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah completely. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like my entire life is so much better because, yeah, we were both willing to. Mm be two random strangers who got together and in, in the possibility of creating mm -hmm. a friendship and hello, yeah. here we are. Yeah. And yeah. not having the expectation either way that it had yeah. to fail or that it had to succeed. Yeah. Just showing up and keep showing up. And yeah. now here we are. You can't yeah. ever escape girlfriend. 
<laughs> I know where you live. Damn it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right, my friend, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm so like, and for being vulnerable too. Like I really appreciate you opening up and sharing with our listeners because yeah. they will really benefit from that, from, yeah, from this welcome. conversation. Thank you. So the last thing I want to ask you is for those who want to reach out and connect with you, especially mm-hmm. in the realm of emotional strength and trauma coaching, where can people find you? The easiest way to find me is the very basis of our friendship. Um, so social media is good. Mm-hmm. Facebook, I am called um, Emotional Strength and Trauma Coach. So just type that in and that should come up. And Instagram, um, at Emotional Strength underscore Trauma Coach. So again, start typing and like to hope that it comes up. Um yeah, and that's where you will find me. I do have website under under construction, but that will be a little while off. So for now, stick to the socials. And I'm very social. I'm very socially engaged. Um, so yeah, would love you to come and join me and share with that space with me. Yeah, and I will link those in the show notes as well so that people can click Thank on them you. and connect with you nice and easy. And just so you know, you're going to come back. So <laughs> everyone can be excited. I look excited. forward to that. You'll be back. I look forward to it a lot. We get to have those nitty gritty conversations, eh? And really, yeah, you know, munch some stuff out together. It's great. It's super fun. Thank you, friend. Yeah. Hey, friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Zena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Zena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.